Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Your Royal Highness, Your Excellencies, distinguished guests, my mentor and friend, Dr. John Duke Anthony, Mr. David Bosch, ladies and gentlemen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm honored and delighted to participate with you in your efforts to understand the pivotal issues related to the Arab world. A region that is geographically strategic, important for its natural resources, and is affecting the whole world through its outstanding issues of war and peace. I commend you for your choice and initiatives. I am delighted to serve as a member of the National Council on U.S.-Arab Relations International Advisory Committee. Moreover, thank you to the National Council's founding president and CEO, Dr. John Duke Anthony, who has devoted his entire career to pursue mutual understanding between the people of the, world, of the Arab world and the United States. From my part of the world, we are witnessing change in a way uh, that at one time seemed impossible. We have seen how technology has harnessed populations and how the social media such as Facebook and Twitter have been used to challenge conventional ideas and wisdom. The winds of change that started in Tunisia have altered the landscape forever in Egypt, Libya and other countries. Citizens have called on their governments to respond to their needs. These events, ladies and gentlemen, are not a cohesive Arab revolt, but rather the will of the people who demand basic human rights to them. While we are looking at the issue of human rights and dignity, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict must not continue to be ignored for the sake of humanity. My part of the world cannot understand why the United States is willing to deny the Palestinians the right to declare their state at the body of the United Nations and the right to self-determination. I cannot understand why the rest of the global community is willing to accept Palestine as a state, but the United States objects to it. As my friend and scholar, Dr. John Duke Anthony, an American, has stated, this particular challenge is the oldest one that has bedeviled America maximizing its policy-related goals in the region, the most massive one, the most pervasive one. Neglect of this most prominent world, pro prominent world concern threatens the very credibility and American interest in the entire region. The custodian of the two holy mosques, King Abdullah bin Abdulaziz, introduced the Arab Peace Initiative at the Arab League Summit in 2002. Its primary goal was to deal with the conflict between Israel and Palestine. The initiative is based on two major principles, land for peace and the sincere belief that a military solution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict is untenable and will not achieve peace 
or provide security for either of the parties involved. The plan follows many of the accepted preconditions for peace recognized by the global community while building a framework upon which both the Israelis and Palestinians can work towards achieving the creation of a Palestinian state while assuring the security Israel seeks. At every point in history of Saudi Arabia, difficult internal and external challenges compelled policymakers and the government to inevitably change for the better. To this day, the kingdom is working hard to show the world that Islam is a religion of peace and tolerance that has been falsely characterized by a small group of radicals who twist its, its tenets and teachings for their likings. Those who committed the atrocities of 9-11-2001, their leaders and their followers are not representatives of the faith. Do not ascribe to the teachings of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, nor take to heart the illuminating wisdom of the Quran. The reality is that they are political militants masquerading as religious ideologues, determined to use everything and everyone as a means to their ends. While, while, prosel, while proselytizing the dishonest and ultimately illegitimate version of a faith never truly followed. And let me be clear here, those who call themselves the Islamic State are not Islamic. They are criminals whose ideology and actions are barbaric and must be dealt with aggressively before it reaches outside the Syrian and Iraqi borders. Finally, which is, uh, I think, the best part. Uh, in many ways, this event seeks the same kind of appreciation and understanding. All of you here taking part in a world dialogue, not just to learn more about a system, forgive me, not to learn more about a system, political discourse and discussion, but to put yourselves in the shoes of other countries and cultures. To our youth, may you use the knowledge you gain here to change the world for the better, not just for those of us in the Arab world, but for people the world over. You are our future leaders. Your future is now. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum.